0: Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond, Virginia. What's going on? I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105, One FM. Here we are on a Wednesday, September 6th. It is Hump Day here in RVA, and we are just one day away from the start of the NFL season. So we got a lot going on on the show today. We'll talk some NFL with Mark Schofield. He'll join us at twelve thirty, we will talk some commanders at one fifteen on the commanders corner, and then Bill Roth will join us for the Cowen Gates Hokies update at one thirty. And so we're going to be talking a lot of NFL throughout the show today. I'll give you another season preview on NFL hits, uh, but I do want to get into this Taylor Swift story a little bit later on in the show about how she's just going to sell out for the a uh, video version of her era's tour. So we'll get into that a little bit later on the show on the non-sports segment of the day. But did want to start the show by saying big shout-out to Zach McHugh, the voice of God. He promised me reinforcements, and they are here. The Awad Army has grown. Got two producers in training, thanks to Joss and Christopher. We had a whole hour of prep this morning, and we are ready to rock on AWOD
1: Radio. <laughs> I was on a men- uh, meeting with Bennett today on uh-huh. a Zoom. You know what he called all my new hires? What? The Zack Pack.
0: The Zack Pack. There we go. I kind of want them to be AWOD Army members, but fine. They can be the Zack Pack. All right, you guys know we like to start the show by catching up on anything you might have missed around the sports world with the Sports App. Here it is, everybody. <laughs>
2: Clearly,
0: this is the future. Stats. Scores. Highlights. Oh,
1: are you serious? Wi-Fi plus 3G64K. This one, this one. The Sports App.
0: So we had our fantasy football draft last night at 730 and let's start in the NFL because the big news out of the NFL yesterday was that Kansas City Chiefs all pro tight end Travis Kelsey hurt his knee. Now they say it's not an ACL tear. His ACL is intact. Sources told ESPN's Adam Schefter the inflammation in his knee will most likely keep him out of the season opener tomorrow night against the Detroit Lions. But let's take a listen to Andy Reid explaining the injury to the media.
2: As far as injuries go, uh, Kels Kelse his knee today. So uh, we'll just see how he does um, going forward. Uh good day of practice before this challenge of playing the Lions. You got a good football team. And you guys have had a good week of prep and Said to the challenge of playing a good football team, so at that time yours. Is there any ideas for Chelsea status? Or? No, no. They're just they're looking at it now. So I just you know just see how it goes.
1: Coach, I know it's always next man up, you know. But when something like that
2: happens to a big name guy like Travis, how does game planning work? Sure. Uh, yeah, the next guy steps in and we roll. I mean, that's that's what you do. If that if that's the case, you know.
0: Certainly the task for them to go back-to-back and as Super Bowl champions just got harder. Uh, I know I stayed away from Travis Kelsey last night in my fantasy draft just because of that. Let's move over to professional basketball, as we know that USA will play in the semifinals of the FIBA World Cup against Germany. Now, the two teams played earlier this summer in an exhibition game right before the tournament began and uh, it was a really good game in which U.S. beat Germany 99-91 in which they had to have a second half comeback to win that matchup. Franz Wagner led the way for Germany with 16 points Uh, so that's going to be a good one for America. That will be on Friday. They resume practice today and tomorrow fully aware of the challenge Germany presents them here in the FIBA World Cup semifinals. Also in the NBA the Lakers got some help down low Free agent center forward Christian Wood has agreed to a two-year, $5.7 million deal with the L.A. Lakers. That includes a player option for the 24-25 season. He gets a chance to contribute with a Western Conference contender. Christian Wood is a guy that can block shots, grab rebounds, catch alley-oops. Going to be a good depth piece there on the front line next to Anthony Davis. Let's move over to the MLB here on the Sports App. So, every day on the Sports App, we're tracking the Washington Nationals as they lost Let to... Take
1: you inside the dugout of the Richmond Flying Squirrels with Adam Epstein.
0: So, the Washington Nationals played against the Mets last night, an 11-5 rout, uh, because Pete Alonzo hit a home run, one of five Mets to homer. Uh, it was just... A, they just destroyed the Nats. The Nats have just really struggled in the last... Week basically, seven days uh, to turn things around here, and so they will continue and face off against the Mets tonight. How about what's going on in Arlington, Texas with Jose Altuve, who is the real life Pablo Sanchez? If you've ever played backyard baseball, you know, he stands about three foot five and he hits nothing but homers. Jose Altuve went yard in each of his appearances at the plate in the first three innings. How about that? leading Houston to an explosive win over the Texas Rangers. Altuve steps up to the plate, in the first goes yard. In the second goes yard, and then once again in the third. He's the first player since 1961 to hit a home run in four consecutive innings, and the fourth hit in five home runs and six plate appearances. Uh, It was unbelievable from Altuve as they went on to win 14-1. Let's move over to... Tennis here on the sports app. All right, U.S. Open action, and there were three Americans into the quarterfinals for the first time since 2005. During my show yesterday, we watched Novak Djokovic dismantle Taylor Fritz in three straight sets, and then you had the 10-seed local product of the DMV, Francis Tiafo, against 20-year-old phenom Ben Shelton who last year was the greatest player in college tennis for Florida. Well, since then, he's gone pro and, oh, yeah, made it to two quarterfinals and now his first semifinals. He was the first 20-year-old and the youngest American in the U.S. Open semi since Michael Chang did it. In 1992. He's looking to become the first American to win a Grand Slam in 20 years. It was also a really good, uh, cool match last night because it was Tiafo against Ben Shelton, the first Grand Slam quarterfinal at the US Open to feature two black American men. And it was awesome last night as Tiafo fought back in the third uh, but lost that tiebreak 7 6. It was a wild third set in which both guys broke each other six straight games. Nobody could hold serve. Even though Ben Shelton has the hardest hitting serve in the history of the U.S. Open, 149 miles an hour, his serve grew less consistent as the match went on. But I will say the reason Ben Shelton won this match is because of his pop, Father Shelton. Daddy Shelton, who was giving him advice from the sidelines there, and that's the new thing in tennis over the last two years. You're allowed to coach, and Ben Shelton needed the coaching. In that third set, he was doing nothing but slamming his serve, 140, 143 miles an hour, and double faulting over and over again. His dad said, stop muscling him on the serve and just get more consistent first serves in. That's exactly what he did as he went on to win 6-2, 3-6, 7-6 7-6 and 6-2 in the fourth set, defeating Francis Tiafo. He will now match up with Novak Djokovic in the semifinals. And what I love about this is... It kind of feels like this is 20 years in the making for American men. I I am the only one, I promise you, that, that guaranteed an American man to win a Grand Slam this year. Didn't happen in Australia. Didn't happen in the France. Didn't happen in Wimbledon. We've got one American left in the semifinals. And what I love about this is Ben Shelton, the hardest hitting serve in the U.S. Open right now. The last time an American won, it was Andy Roddick who had the hardest hitting serve in tennis at the time so there's a lot of similarities between when Roddick won it all 20 years ago at 21 years old and Ben Shelton in the semifinals at 20 years old so uh, i am be looking forward to that match on Friday I'm Adam Epstein you're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan now at 105 1 FM we'll drive down Richmond Highway with Gary Hess at 215 talk some high school football and then Move over to UVA as Frank Maloney will join us at 2.30 on AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back.
1: AWOD Radio. Every weekday from noon to 3 on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. Welcome back.
0: What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD here on the new Sports Radio 910, The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. So I had my fantasy football draft last night, and it just, like, it totally hit me. Like, the NFL season is here. We better gear up. Next 18 weeks is going to be nothing but an all-out blitz on AWOD Radio. So, of course, we've got a lot to get into. I still have a ton of season previews to do, uh, and I only have one more day to get them all done with... The NFL season starting tomorrow with the Kansas City Chiefs against the Detroit Lions. Obviously, the big news we talked about in the first segment, the status of Travis Kelsey, the All-Pro tight end, is unknown. I would be shocked if he plays week one after the news of an ACL injury. It is still intact. It is not an ACL tear, uh, but I believe he'll be out at least two weeks with that injury. That's the lead story as we go around the National Football
1: League here on NFL Hits. Every regular season matchup. Every head coach on the hot seat. The hit stories in the NFL. NFL Hits on a Radio. All
0: right, so Kansas City against the Detroit Lions Thursday on NBC at 820 will be your kickoff right now. And most people are predicting the Kansas City Chiefs to win, right? 66% right now are picking the Chiefs. Here's what I would say. I do not think that the Lions are going to get blown out in this game. The line is juicy. Four and a half, uh, minus four and a half for Kansas City. If it was six and a half, I would jump on the Detroit Lions. I almost guarantee you that they are within a touchdown. And I I believe the Kansas City Chiefs probably win this game with like a field goal at the buzzer on like a final drive. I think it's going to be a good one to start the season on Thursday night. And uh, Sporting News came out with the top picks for the first weekend against the spread of the NFL week one. Now we just talked about the chiefs. They are with that chiefs to cover. Now it is interesting that the line opened at six and a half and is now at four and a half, even though the Travis Kelsey news has come out. So I think that line is going to move even more over the next 24 hours ahead of tomorrow night's game. Sporting news also likes the Baltimore Ravens to cover the 10 point spread and win the game. I mean, look, it's similar to the Washington Commanders where you just have the perfect storm of an opening season matchup for Baltimore. At home against the Houston Texans, they're lousy. They're starting a rookie quarterback. Baltimore wants to build some momentum. They want to keep Lamar healthy throughout the entire season. I believe they do get a win, and cover against the Houston Texans I might even take that on the survivor pool for this week I just if there's any lock this week I think it's you could lock it in and you could put as much money as you want on it it's the Baltimore Ravens to defeat the Houston Texans Green Bay at Chicago that is such an interesting line right now because it's sitting at minus one and really we don't know what we're going to get from either team I think you know The conventional thought out there is, oh, Chicago brings most people back, plus they have another year with quarterback Justin Fields. They should win this game at home divisional rivalry. We just don't know how good Jordan Love is going to be for the Green Bay Packers. And Sporting News is picking the Packers to pull off the upset. I'm going to stay with the Chicago Bears here. I I just think, look, this is a team that was... Decent last year and had a lot of potential with Justin Fields' ability to kind of run all over the field. If he can get his passing completion percentage up slightly, they're going to win probably eight or nine games this season. I think they take care of business week one against the Packers. You look at Carolina at the Atlanta Falcons, and Sporting News believes that the Carolina Panthers can pull off the upset. Zach, that's a tough matchup for you guys week one at Atlanta uh, it's probably pretty much a
1: battle of two quarterbacks without much experience there with Desmond Ritter. How do you feel about your boys? I think everybody underestimates the Panthers' defense. Um, I know Bijan is highly touted, but if they, you know, stuff the run, that's kind of what they have to worry about. They can pressure the quarterback. Um, but, yeah, all bets are off, like I said, in the NFC South, when especially those two teams get together because they hate each other. <laughs> Have you ever been to that game, Carolina at Atlanta? No. I've been to Carolina Bucks and uh, Carolina Saints, but uh, never the Dirty Birds.
0: Wow. So, Sporting News has the Panthers pulling off the upset. I'm going to agree with them there. Cincinnati at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I think Cincinnati wins this game and covers. I think the Bengals are going to be awesome this year once again. You just look at that offense, and it's just so young. And so, it's so young yet so experienced because they've been in the playoffs the last three years and been representing uh, the AFC once and made it to the AFC title game twice. Um, So I think the Bengals take care of business against the Browns, but I don't think the Browns will finish as the worst team in that division. I'm actually leaning towards Pittsburgh. I was talking about that last night with my friends. I'm just worried about the Steelers this season. You know, Mike Tomlin's never been under 500 his entire time being a head coach could be this year jacksonville against the indianapolis colts i'm not going to spend much time on that i think the jags win and cover i love trevor lawrence zach i thought about grabbing him as my backup quarterback because i think he's got a lot of upside to possibly run for a few touchdowns this season trevor lawrence was awesome towards the second half of last season
1: yeah he's got a great coach great leader high pace offense he can run. Everybody knows that. But they have Etn, you know, and now this this tank guy too is probably going to take some goal line stuff. You know stuff. what? Final final pick of the draft. Did you get him? I got tank. Somebody I got went the tank. Somebody went way over and took Lawrence last night. I was really? like, wait, what? <laughs> well, I will say we we're going to be brothers, and uh, I got B Rob Jr. Oh, do you really? Yep. Who That's did good. I get? Did I get any uh, commanders? I, don't I forget. Know. No, I don't I don't think I did. Dang it. <laughs> Tampa- I got a C minus on my draft, by the way. What'd you get?
0: <laughs> I didn't look yet. <laughs> gonna, we'll compare drafts a little later. <laughs> okay. Um, Tampa Bay at the Minnesota Vikings. Tampa Bay uh, loses this game, but The Sporting News people have Tampa Bay covering the six-point spread against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I disagree. I also drafted Alexander Madison. I'm fired up for the Vikings this year. I have Kirk Cousins as my league MVP. I think Madison's going to rush for 1,000 yards. That's going to be a good team this season. Uh, Titans at the New Orleans Saints. The spread is three. Sporting News believes the Saints will win and cover. I'm going to go against them. King Henry starts the season with a monster game, 120 yards on the ground. The Titans win and cover that three-point spread. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Niners win and cover. Um, You know, here's the interesting thing is that it's at Pittsburgh, and we don't know the health of Brock Purdy. The Steelers can win this game if they can knock Brock Purdy out of the game. If If the Steelers, and they've been known to blitz and get after quarterbacks, if they can hurt Purdy, or if they can sack him a few times in the first quarter, maybe Shanahan thinks about pulling him because uh, we don't know how healthy he is at this time. I think the Steelers don't pull off the upset, but I do think they cover that spread two and a half points. Um, if it was three and a half, I'd feel a lot better about that. But I think Pittsburgh's going to come out to play at home. They're always good with the terrible towers, uh, towels, and. You know, they just have so many fans that travel from across the country to come to Steelers games. It's an awesome place to be uh, there in Pittsburgh. Arizona at Washington. Washington wins this game. Lock it in. I think they cover the spread as well. Uh, It's right now at 7. It opened at 6. It was at 6.5 a a little bit last week. And I still think everyone should take the bet of Commanders over 6.5 wins. You can still get that on FanDuel. Sign up today with promo code AWOD. Vegas at the Denver Broncos. Sporting News believes the Broncos win and cover. Uh, I think the Broncos' offense is going to be much better this year. I just wonder if the defense will be able to hold up like they did last year. The defense was so good last year because they had a defensive coach. Are they going to have that same style of defense with Sean Payton as the lead man this year? Eagles at the Patriots. I told you guys that's my upset of the week. Patriots at home honoring Tom Brady. They they take care of business against the Eagles because Jalen Hurts will be rusty because the Eagles made the boneheaded decision of treating him like a superstar already and sitting him out for the entire preseason. Dolphins at Chargers. uh, That's a pick right there, in my opinion. It's Chargers minus three. I'd probably pick the Chargers to win, but the Dolphins to cover. I do think that's going to be a close game. Uh, Rams at Seattle Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks to win and cover. Giants. At home against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are picked to win this game on the road. First game of the season against the Giants. The Giants are my NFC East champions. I give them the win at home. And then we end week one with the Bills at the Jets. Um, You know what? We'll save that for Monday. We'll preview that game on Monday as it's the Monday Night Football matchup for week one. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 833-804-0910. What do you think of my upset of the week? The Patriots over the Eagles. 833-804-0910. Phone lines are open on AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD here on a hump day in Richmond, Virginia, live and local here on Wednesday, September 6th, from 12 to 3 p.m., I hand it off to Grant and Danny. We're always available around the country on the Odyssey app. Download it today for free and just search 910 The Fan. You can hear AWOD radio. You can pause the show. You can rewind. You can pick up right where you left off. You can go to a certain chapter. Maybe you want to check out the sports app. We start the show with every day at 12 noon and joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Talk a little NFL. It's our buddy Mark
2: Schofield. What's going on, Mark? What's going on, Adam? Happy NFL week one to you, my friend.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's finally here. Uh, we had to get away, you know, go through our vacations, go through the summer, but now the NFL season is here. And I want to know what is the biggest game on the week one schedule in your mind?
2: I mean, it's hard to ignore the Jets and the Bills. Yeah. You know, we close it out Monday night with those two teams, two teams that obviously have high expectations, the Bills. You know, multiple-time AFC division winners now. People are wondering if that window is closed, and if it is, will it be closed by the New York Jets? And obviously, Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets this offseason has been perhaps the biggest storyline in the NFL. So I think that's a huge game, obviously, to close out the week. But there are a number of big games. I mean, I'm very curious what happens tomorrow night. A lot of expectations around the Detroit Lions, but you've got the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, the defending Super Bowl champions. I'm intrigued by Packers and Bears. Both fan bases believe they're young quarterbacks to so take a huge step forward this year. So that's going to be a fun game to watch. There's a lot of games around this league this weekend that I'm really excited to see, but I think Jets Bills is perhaps the biggest one.
0: Yeah, I know. I told my audience you're going to have to wait till Monday for me to preview that one. Uh, but Chiefs Travis Kelsey hyperextends the knee. What are you hearing about that? I-, I believe he'll be forced to sit out the opener. What's the latest that you're reading?
2: Yeah, I mean, everything we've been told is that the ACL is intact, which is obviously a bit, you know, leads to a big sigh of relief in Kansas City, that it's, you know, sort of more of a bone bruise situation than anything else. You know, we had the the Kelsey Brothers podcast, and Jason Kelsey talked about it, how it's something that he dealt with, that sort of bone bruise, but everything structurally is okay. But I do think they'll probably sit him down for week one because you don't need Travis Kelsey in week one. You need him in week 18. You need him in the playoffs. You know, this is a play like almost every category last year. Targets, receptions, yardage. Like almost every category last year for the Kansas City Chiefs. And they do a lot of stuff through him in the passing game, and they do a lot of stuff for multiple tight ends in the passing game. So they'll likely sit him down. If it causes them to lose week one, they're not going to worry about it. They need Travis Kelsey. We'll be getting it to December and January.
0: So we're doing an Odyssey Survivor Pool here in Odyssey, Richmond, and there's been a lot of talk around the office about who the lock of week one is. And uh, I, I, I kind of feel like there's a few people in the building trying to jinx it because they're all talking about the commanders against the Cardinals. Although I want to believe that Washington will easily destroy the Cardinals, I'm going as my lock of the week being the Ravens against the Texans. What do you think is the lock yeah. of the weekend?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you would hate to get knocked down in week one of a survivor pool, but you also don't want to burn that Arizona pick, right? Because it looks like the Cardinals are going to struggle this year. Kyle Murray is going to start the year on puff. There's already rumblings that for business and financial reasons, that might hold them all even longer because he's got the – million in injury guarantees over the next two years. And Arizona doesn't want to have to eat that if they rush him back or if he gets hurt this year. And it looks to be a down year. So I understand, you know, picking Washington this week, I get it. And you're probably going to, you know, when you're in survivor pools, you're going to pick against Arizona most weeks. (laughs) But I do think that Baltimore pick against Houston makes a lot of sense. I know there's some little excitement recently. Maybe it's, we're just waiting for the season to start, but some people have been saying, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe the Texans have something here. So that's a good pick. Another one I think is Seattle. I'm pretty high on the Seahawks this year. Mm. I'm pretty down on the Rams. I think the Rams are going through a transition year. Stafford's been banged up. Cooper Cup is banged up right now. That roster is thin after some of the big names at the top. And so, you know, if you want to save that, you know, who's played Arizona pick, maybe the Seahawks would be a good choice. And I do like your Ravens pick.
0: All right, I want to hear your pick for an upset week one of the NFL season. I called my shot weeks ago. I am all in on the Patriots at home to start the season in Foxborough, defeating the Eagles. Give me your upset pick of the weekend.
2: You know, there's a lot of late buzz as we get out of training camp and preseason games and into the season about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I was in on Pittsburgh earlier. We talked about them earlier in the summer. You know how they might be building this sort of twelve personnel team. You've got the San Francisco 49ers coming west, west coast teams coming east. Excuse me, so west coast teams coming east. Sometimes they struggle in that game. You've got Brock Purdy coming back from the injury. You've got Nick Bosa potentially not playing in that game. I think this adds up to a Steelers win in week one.
0: One of my favorite games from the 4 o'clock slate on Sunday is the CBS game, Uh, Dolphins against the Chargers. How do you think this one plays out? The line is Chargers minus three over under set at 51.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting one because now you get Miami going west. You know, we saw these two teams meet up last year, and Chargers, you know, played a fantastic game. I do like Miami in this one, though. I think the Chargers are going to be good this year, but I do think that the Dolphins, when Tua is healthy, that offense is creative, efficient, explosive – They need to figure some stuff out in the short yardage game. That was sort of a bugaboo for them last year. But I do think that the Dolphins are going to be a very explosive offense when Tua is healthy. Now, that may be a big question mark later in the season, but right now he is healthy going in. I like Miami in this one.
0: All right, so Washington against the Cardinals. I'm calling that a win. Eagles against the Patriots. I called that a loss for the Eagles. So let's wrap up the NFC East here. Sunday night it's going to be the Cowboys at the Giants.
2: I like Dallas. I like Dallas on this one. I know it's a road game for them, but you know I think the Giants are improved with what they've done in the offseason. I like the Darren Waller acquisition. That's going to help them, certainly down in the red zone. It's going to help their passing game, obviously a passing game where when you have Saquon Barkley leading the team in, team in targets and tied with the team leading receptions, you, know, you wonder about the health of that passing game. They add Waller, they draft Jalen Hyatt, going to give them some explosive playmaking ability over the top, but I think it's going to take a while to gel, number one. Number two, We've now got a book on Daniel Jones, Brian Dable, Mike Kafka, and what that offense is going to look like. So I think that's going to help Dan Quinn and company figure things out and have a game plan going into Sunday night. Dallas, yeah, you face questions about Dak Prescott, what's that pass game look like, but I think that defense is going to be big for them this season, including on on Sunday night. I like Dallas on Sunday night.
0: Which quarterback do you think has the best opening week?
2: Ooh, that's a fascinating question. Do we want to say Sam Howell because of the Arizona <laughs> Finals and what that team looks like? I mean, that could be interesting. I think it could you know, be Lamar
0: of... against the Texans, man. If Zay, What it's... do you think about Zay Flowers? Because I was getting a lot of crap for drafting him early in my draft last night.
2: I mean, this is a year I've got Zay Flowers rostered on a couple of different teams, so I'm right there with you. I think he's going to be a big part of their passing game. He's going to be a big part of their underneath passing game yardage after the catch type of plays that they're going to want to generate. They're going to push the ball downfield where it could certainly help, but I think they're going to spread it around in Baltimore. I'm very excited to see what that passing game looks like. I'm expecting huge things from Lamar Jackson this year, and I've expected big things from Flowers as a result.
0: You know, Speaking of the Ravens, who finishes at the bottom at AFC North? Because I know you're high on the Steelers.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I go back and forth. I still think this is one of those divisions in the AFC East is another way you could see – all four teams at or near, or even above 500 when the mm. season is over, similar to the NFC East last year where Washington at 88-1 finished at 500 in fourth place. I'm kind of leaning right now towards the Browns finishing last just because, A, I'm high on the Steelers. I still remain high in Cincinnati and Baltimore. and Cleveland, the defense looks fantastic, but you know from what we saw in Deshaun Watson's case last year at the end of the season when he started to play, it seemed like he was pretty rusty trying to get acclimated to Kevin Stefanski and that offensive system. Now, you know, maybe he fits into it well this year and that passing game starts to click, but until I see it, I'm leaning that Pittsburgh maybe sneaks into the playoffs and it's Cleveland on the outside looking in.
0: Mark, what do you guys got going on for the start of the NFL season at SB Nation?
2: Well, we've rolled out sort of a multi-part NFL preview. We started rolling out yesterday. It's going to roll through all... Day today and tomorrow where we close it out sort of with our bowl predictions for the nfl year ahead uh you can check it out espnation.com myself james dater jp acosta we got you covered from all angles in the nfl preview we'll have you covered all season long at espnation.com.
0: uh-oh should i bring up the power rankings right now how-, how nice were you about my commanders
2: i think we were pretty nice we do it very democratically we have multiple people voted on them i think we've had them it with high teams, low 20s. So it was probably higher than consensus, I'd say. All
0: right. I like to hear that. Mark, great stuff, man. I appreciate it.
2: Thanks so much, Adam. Have a great day. Enjoy the games.
0: Yep. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910, The Fan, now at 1051 FM. You can follow me on social media, at AWOD Radio, and Mark on Twitter, Are at you Mark ready to show. join the so AWOD, AWOD Army? Army? We'll
1: be right back. Tune in to the new Sports Radio 910, The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM every day from noon to 3 on AWOD Radio.
0: Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio nine ten the fan now at one hundred five one FM. It is Wednesday on the fan, which means Wednesdays are for the Virginia Tech Hokies. We'll talk some Hokies as we catch up with Bill Roth on the Cowan Gates Hokies update at one thirty. I've got a, a great little University Drive prepared for you guys at one forty five, catching you up on all of the college football news in the state of Virginia. Dave Riggert from JMU will join us as they face off against UVA at UVA this weekend, and Greg Medea will join us at 145 to break down UVA. So JMU against UVA, it's certainly the biggest matchup of the college football locally for me this weekend. I'm really fired up for that one. I know friends of mine have been asking me to try to get tickets uh, to go see that game as JMU tries to pull the upset against UVA, even though they're favored to win technically right now. Uh, But I did just find out that American Ben Shelton, who we talked about in the opener, all right, is the first unseated American to make the semifinals since Robbie Ginepri did it in 2005. In 2005, you also had Agassi making his last run to the U.S. Open Finals, where he then was defeated by Roger Federer, who would go on to win year after year after year. But it's been so much fun to watch Ben Shelton because he's so young and he's just got this youthful energy about him where he doesn't care if he, you know, hits a double fault. He'll come back and go one forty five the next serve. And even though he's such a great server, he was able to break Tiafo three times in that third set last night. And so uh, it's been fun to watch. He's definitely been uh, the best American story throughout the entire tournament. And so I do believe he deserved to be into the semifinals. And uh, look, he hit the hardest serve of the entire history of the U.S. Open with two at 149 against Tommy Paul. Here's Ben Shelton after the match speaking on the win. Going into the uh, the semifinals, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. About the opportunity. Thinking to myself as I'm walking, um, walking to get my towel in the fourth set, and it's like, this is the greatest moment uh, on the tennis court of my life. And here's what I'll say is, as soon as the crowd started rooting for Ben Shelton, everything went wrong for Francis Tiafo. And you just feel terrible for Tiafo who made it to the semifinals last year, had a chance to build off that success, get back to the semifinals, and... And you lose to another American man who's unseated, and he's also five or six years younger than you. You know, it's not like he lost to Taylor Fritz, who uh, is ranked higher than him. No, he lost to a guy that came out of nowhere. Um, So, disappointing run for Tiafoe, but getting to the quarterfinals, definitely a success for him. He looked great in the tournament until he ran into American Ben Shelton. So, I also wanted to uh, recap our fantasy football draft last night. And, And, Zach, you can speak on the Odyssey Richmond League, but... I had the homies over for, for the, fan, the homies fantasy league, and I might be out on the homies league next year. They pulled a fast one on me like I couldn't believe. So we did the whole show yesterday was like preparing myself for the draft, and we had Ethan Cadeau, a fantasy expert. Right. Remember I told him we changed up the league this year. We are doing two quarterbacks. I showed up for the draft. I mocked it up yesterday all afternoon. Oh, yeah, after
1: the show. Mock this,
0: mock that. drafting two quarterbacks. We get to my house, and they say, oh, yeah, no, we all voted. We're not doing two quarterbacks. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? How was I not involved in that? I was like, well, let's vote again. They all outvoted me right right in front of me, right in front of me. Isn't that
1: on the league notes
0: or the message Uh, board or something? I I must have missed something. I must have missed it. Because the problem is, is that if you go to ESPN before the draft, it still said two quarterbacks. But I guess I'm not reading the damn group chat. Enough. No. I got to do a show for three hours a day where I can't been, check the
1: group chat. How long have you been doing the Homies League? This is the second year of the Homies League. Okay. Yeah, All yeah, right.
0: It's different Homies than
1: the, orig- gotcha. the OG
0: Homies what High School you, League uh, that completely broke
1: up. What do you think about ESPN Fantasy versus Yahoo Fantasy? I hate Yahoo Fantasy. Oh, you do? Oh, I can't stand
0: uh, Yahoo Fantasy is probably the f- worst fantasy out there. You know that last night they would not let me log in on my computer. I had a draft on my phone.
1: I drafted on the phone, and probably I got a C-minus because I was making dinner for the kids at the same time. Did you make Dino and Nugs on my phone. again? Dino Nugs, uh, oh my French God. green beans, buddy. Oh, really? You know? Hell oh, yeah.
0: No cheese in there, though? You can eat- no, no cheese. Dino <laughs> Nugs are great with mac and cheese.
1: Hey, ketchup is bad enough. They got to <laughs> dip it in, in ketchup.
0: Oh, they, they go ketchup crazy. Oh, yeah. They love ketchup. Yeah, so um, instead of doing two quarterbacks, we did a super flex. Which is you could so still have two quarterbacks on your no, roster, no, no, so it's no, any no. Position? It was no, it was just running back, tight end, or wide
1: receiver. Okay,
0: and so I went wide receiver
1: heavy. Really?
0: Yeah, my first four picks wide receiver. I heard you got Zay. Yep, and then the fifth round there was a run on quarterbacks like I've never seen in my life. First round, first round, uh, first pick, fifth round. Patrick Mahomes. Next up, Mahomes in the fifth. Yeah. Next up was. Uh, who is it? Lamar Jackson. Mm. Then Jalen Hurts. Then I come in Josh Allen, and then Joe Burrow. There were six quarterbacks drafted in the fifth round. It was just a run on quarterbacks. I,
1: I it was wow. like unbelievable. Yeah. Is it two two wide receiver, two running backs to start your lineup, and then you three have the, wide receivers, two running backs, uh, okay. two flex.
0: Yeah. So wide receivers kind of are, are bigger. It. Yeah. But I, I I really do like my team. I'm high on Zay Flowers. I got Brian Robinson Jr. Um, got Allen. I had to, you know what? I, I had to make a bet with my friend. All right, let me let me hear your take on this bet. All right, who has a better first four weeks of the season, George Pickens or Zay Flowers? I think Zay. There we go. Yeah. Because whoever has who's, a better season is going to be uh, buying the other guy. Who's beer. The quote
1: unquote. Our wide receiver one for Pittsburgh is it Deontay? I, I don't know, but it, Pickens is going to get guy a lot of balls. I had four touchdowns last year. I
0: just I like the quarterback situation better with Lamar than. Can he pick it? I think he's going to have a little bit of a sophomore slump. He might be great. I think who are
1: you going to cover? Baltimore. They say they're going to throw the ball more. Right. Maybe that's, you know, a phony.
0: I mean, all the reports at a training camp, unless you listen to Ross Tucker, were that Zay Flowers was the fastest guy that Baltimore had ever seen, and they were calling him Tyreek Hill-Light.
1: Yeah, he's little, too. Is he like 5'8 or yeah. Shorter than that? Little guy. But he's got Jets. Yeah. And he runs good routes. you got to cover Andrews, Bateman now, and somebody else. I forget who it is.
0: Yeah. So the fantasy uh, football draft at, at my house yesterday was total success. I went out. Oh, so we were talking about what I should get to like prep. Oh, yeah. What'd so you I, go with? I went with uh, chips and salsa, whole mm-hmm. food salsa, hummus dip. Nobody touched the hummus dip. Really? <laughs> so you know what? Your boy's going to have hummus tonight. Did you have any <laughs> pita triangles? uh i yeah 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 I had the whole, yeah I had nobody the pita, went for it the pita crackers i went plain instead of the garlic i usually like garlic
1: and you're out on guac right
0: um i'm i'm in on guac oh you're in i'm out on guac that goes bad immediately
1: well if that's all. and
0: guac. uh i i thought i had guac <laughs> in the fridge for the draft and then i opened that up and that thing was stinking oh no so i had to throw that you away You
1: gotta come by every once in a while you know start what up. was
0: the hit of the fantasy draft though uh-huh. was the late Got, all right, so I went to Whole Foods, got a bunch of things, got some beer, food, snacks, all that stuff. Then I went to CVS because I was like, it'd be the worst case scenario after the story we did yesterday if I ran out of TP while the boys yeah. are over, right? And one of them's using their boxers and they're throwing and away. And Anthony's not around. Right, Anthony's not around to help out. Um, so I went to CVS. No, no, don't call Anthony. <laughs> I went to CVS, got some TP, and I also <laughs> got these uh, stuffed pretzels, peanut stuffed pretzels, mm. Dude, my friends crushed them. Really? They absolutely crushed them. At CVS. Yeah. Yeah, it was a whole bucket of these things. The bucket's gone. I mean, I, I, my friend Austin probably had 25 little peanut, <laughs> you know, rolled up things. And so those were the hit last night. Well, good for you. Sounds like you were a good host. It was sweet. And so we did. Anything the, out of the oven? No, no. Okay. Kept the oven off. I was like, Just you know munchies. Yeah, yeah, Just, Just munchies okay. and a lot of beer. I did make everyone a nice little cocktail because I had um, old-fashioned mix. Um, but here's the best part: was it was the first time I'd ever done an in-person draft with a draft board, where everyone had to come up. Those are fun. And you know, you rip stickers. the thing off. Yeah. yeah. So my first pick, I almost got skipped because freaking Tommy didn't make the announcement that he wanted to grab Debo Samuel. So I'm on the clock. Ninety seconds are going by, right? And I'm like, oh, Debo Samuel's available. And I I Google worst case scenario for Debo Samuel, <laughs> and I'm reading through that thing. They got, they're like 15 seconds left in their pick. I get up and I say, Debo Samuel. And I'm looking for his name. His name's not there because Tommy had already put it up on the board.
1: So I you're had to, not following along on the no. app? It
0: wasn't available. Yeah, you You're not on the group chat. You're not only, following the draft.
1: I, I don't know, buddy.
0: So I went last minute Devontae Smith. And okay. I, I, not I don't bad. feel great about it.
1: It's kind of like Dotson. It's kind of like 1A, 1B. Yeah. Hopefully. He's going to have a big year. Hopefully. Yeah even though I'm not high on the Eagles, you know? No, you're Kinda not. Kind of like going
0: up against, <laughs> like, I'm still picking the Eagles to lose week one, but Devonta Smith, give me four touchdowns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of fantasy. Yeah, I
0: mean, I once I did the fantasy draft, I
1: am just so juiced up for the NFL season. I am too. It's here tomorrow night. I got a B-minus and a C-minus, though, <laughs> in my drafts. I'm still well, carrying that into week one. Well, that's like a chip on your shoulder, you know? Yeah,
0: when you win, right. you can say, hey, you guys gave me a C-minus, doesn't matter. I toughed it out. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910. The Fan now at 105.1 FM. We've got the Richmond Commander coming up next. Phone lines are open. 833-804-0910. Who from Richmond, Virginia is going to FedEx Field for the home opener? 833-804-0910. The Richmond Commander coming up next.